Hey, this is Brittany Love, and this is for anybody out there that is considering having an abortion. For those of you struggling, you know, with your mental health, or for those of you in violent or unhealthy relationships, and you find out that you're pregnant and aren't considering an abortion, this message is for you, because I've been there, and never in my entire life was I ever pro-choice, but every con of having a third child alone caused me such great worry. It was changing everything that I had always stood against. Here I was, already a young mom of two, receiving $23.07 a week in child support, while keeping a roof over their heads and trying to hold myself together to be that mom that I had held my expectations to. And the craziest thing about it is that I had wanted to be a mom my entire life. I always wanted that honorable name, Mommy. And with the pretty little eyes right on me. As if I was the most worthiest thing in the world. And here had God had blessed me with two. And I was blessed enough to be given the best of both worlds. And now, here's three. And this one was not planned. So every moral that I, and value that I had had went out the window. And it wasn't that unasked growing baby's fault. The fault was all mine. I knew my he mental health was on the rocks. I knew that I could not survive off the most ridiculous amount of child support. I knew that my son was special needs and already required so much of my attention. I already had went through two high-risk pregnancies on my own. And here I found myself so irresponsible and full of so many emotions. My means of living at the time were struggles. I was a single mom carrying all the weight on a very thin plate. Too much more and everything would shatter. The last thing I needed was another heavy responsibility. So I made the call to the abortion clinic. Yeah, I did. It was set for the following day. I thought that heavy black cloud above me would diminish but instead, it poured on me. And crying, that was under, an understatement. To call myself human after committing what was actually murdered turned my mind into thinking I was a killer. For those that knew and condemned my idea had nothing on what I was doing to myself mentally. I had to hit my knees and pray to God to show me a sign, anything, anything that was obvious in making this forever decision. That very same night, my almost two-year-old and my four-year-old coughed and puked all night. Their asthma was so flared up. I was in mommy mode all night. Very little sleep, doing it all by myself. The clock didn't stop, though. It was time for me to head to agony. I hit the alarm off and closed my eyes on my hardwood floors next to my two sick toddlers. And I knew then that my prayers were answered. Because how could I erase these two vulnerable children who gave me a reason to live, who I asked God for for so many years? How could I just assume that this third child was growing by accident when I had already had four miscarriages? Obviously, those four weren't meant to be. I was a broken, abused, lonely, struggling mom. Oh, yes, I was. But I did everything to look the par when others were around me.
I was already at rock bottom in my life. And I was already broke. I already had depression, anxiety, PTSD. And I myself needed daily encouragement. But God said, what's one more? You'll have one more to love you. You'll have an extra amount of faith just by adding one to my already strong team. God said, you'll have one more set of feet to keep you here on the ground. So, I stepped out in faith. And as my stomach grew, so did my faith. Every little kick kicked my worry right away. I found out it was a girl. She was this mysterious miracle that God chose me to bear. It took she, my little unanswered prayer, to see how faithful he was and how each purpose, reason, and thing was meant to be here. She made her entrance early, and she fought, and she fought. She had setbacks and comebacks, and every day, God tested my faith. And I just kind of want to make this more real um, because it sounds all good and stuff and that's the point of me doing this but I just want to say like I put my life in danger my first pregnancy with my son I had cholestasis where my liver was rejecting him and prior to him I had two miscarriages. And then when I was pregnant with my second child, living child, um, I fainted all the time. I was bedridden and I had to stop working at eight months pregnant. I could no longer drive, um, you know, and I fell into a really deep depression and I learned that my son was autistic. He'd bang his head on the floor. And my dog was seizuring. It was like she could sense everything that was going on too. And you know, it was, it was terrifying. Knowing that this third pregnancy could be difficult or maybe I would get lucky. But this actually was um, my worst pregnancy, the third one. But I just kept my faith. Um, I was diagnosed with complete placenta previa. And they had asked me if it were to come down to me or my baby. Who, who would I choose? And I said, my baby, save my baby. And, um, you know, nobody around me, as far as my loved ones, were happy with that because they didn't want my other two to be motherless. Needless to say, um, I hemorrhaged and was sent to the hospital, and I was kept there for eight days. I hemorrhaged again, and they had to do an emergency C-section. I was in and out um, of consciousness. And I remember them f pulling it on my organs as they were getting her. And 
crying and screaming and I could feel it. And my mom was just rubbing my forehead singing, Jesus loves me. And they were like, she shouldn't be feeling it. She shouldn't be feeling it. And it was terrifying. And then when I was um, more coherent, I learned that my daughter was fighting for her life. She um, was on a CPAP and she came at uh, 34 weeks. She was so tiny. She was a tiny, tiny little thing. And um, she just had a lot of setbacks. You know, she, she got off her CPAP and then she got put on oxygen and she had to go back to her CPAP. And then um, when she got off her cannula, they had to put a feeding tube in her. And I mean, it's like I thought that I would never live, leave that NICU. And here I was, a single mom to three. I got my son who is autistic and sees 11 specialists. And then I have my middle child who at the time was seeing like five. And, and then I had, you know, this brand new baby that I was so scared to have and now so scared to lose. And I, I watched her turn blue. Um, it's, it's some strong PTSD for me to even think of those days and the commute that I had to make every day from my town to the high-risk hospital. It was a two-hour drive to and from. And I'd have to have my toddlers up there sometimes. And then we even stayed in the Ronald McDonald's house. And I clung to faith and I just went with the emotions. But despite the, our choosing, God still had his hand on everything. And I may have lost my job that I loved so much. And I may have had to drop out of school right before I earned my degree. I might have had to be very frugal with my money. But all of that was so meaningless because all I cared about was her one day coming home and praying for that day. And the time spent in the NICU taught me that we may get lost at times and end up going down the wrong path, but that's still a part of our plan. And we at times may feel weaker than what we actually are and think that we've ruined our entire life. But God always shows up to prove to us how wrong we really are. There is purpose for our pain. We go through different seasons of life. And that is where we find our strength. 
and it's been a rough road. Um, my little girl is about to be five and she's on a machine. Um, she's the oldest child known to the number one pulmonologist in America right now um, to still be on a machine. Sometimes she still has to be stimulated. She's had three throat surgeries. Um, her legs have quit growing. She has a speech delay. Um, she has to see an occupational therapist, a speech therapist, a physical therapist. Um, she has KNCQ3, which is a genetic mutation. Um, and it's, it's really been challenging. It really has. But if I could go back in time and go to that abortion clinic, there's no way in hell, no way in hell I would do it. I'd rather, I'd rather live in a tent. than to even imagine what it was like to be without her. I mean, she truly, truly has been my unanswered prayer, my little warrior princess. I just love her so much. She's the light of my life. And because of her, I was able to leave my abuser I chose her life and left him. And I chose her over my, my fear. And so many are in different situations. I totally understand everybody's got um, different opinions and... Um, you know, have reasons for why they want to have abortions. And, you know, I understand and I'm, I'm totally not judging. But I, sw but I swear, if I could do it alone on $27.03 with two kids going through a high-risk pregnancy for the third time risking my life commuting back and forth to that hospital for a month quitting school when I was literally one class short of graduating and getting my degree I know that you can find the strength in you too and I'm sorry if I'm pushing, you know, my religious beliefs. But there is a purpose. There is a reason for everything that happens. If my daughter was not meant to be here, I would have miscarried her like I did the other four. And she is every bit of amazingness. And, um...
I just want to pray for any of you right now that are contemplating it or, you know, you're going through the abuse at home and you're scared and you don't know which way to go. I pray that you let God's will be done on your life and on your child's life. Because if it isn't meant to be, it's not going to be. And I think that that should be your answer. You know, I mean, we look for all these signs and we ask God for signs, but sometimes we're just, we're not listening. But if you're pregnant right now and you have so many cons and that baby's still kicking, I'm telling you there's going to be more pros when that baby comes out. And all those little cons are just going to be a part of those tribulations that became your testimonies, just like it is for me. And no matter what you do, whether you have to go through the abortion process, I just want you to know that I love you and don't beat yourself up over it. I don't judge you because I myself was once in the same exact mindset. Love you.